Welcome to this week's episode of The Liminal Lands, entitled Sawdust. Before today's episode begins, though, I've got to thank some new patrons. New patron and new co-producer Big Sexy, who is unsurprisingly 75% Incubus. New patron Mix Hill, who is 25% Alkanost. And new patron and new co-producer Scarlet Sage, who is a descendant of Bastet. Thanks, guys. It means the world to me. And now, enjoy the show. Things, uh, things are kind of not okay right now, dear hypothetical future listeners. Things are actually, uh, pretty darn far from okay. Things might actually even be able to be described as bad, if I'm being completely honest. I don't think I'm going to go so far as to say things are dire, but I don't think I'd argue with someone else who wanted to describe it that way. The only reason I'm not going to say dire is because, as far as I can tell, I haven't broke or rebroke any bones. I don't know if you could tell what happened earlier. I know the recorder caught it, or at least it should have, because the little red recording light was still on when I found the tape recorder. Actually, the little red light is the only reason I actually found the tape recorder. Normally, I'd just rewind the tape and listen to what you could actually hear, but, you know, it's kind of funny. I'm worried I'll press the wrong button. I use this damn thing dozens of times a day, most of the time without ever even looking at it. But now, when it's so dark I can't see it, I'm worried I'll hit the wrong button. How dumb is that? I'm afraid I'll accidentally record over something just because I don't have the safety net of being able to look at the buttons. So yeah, what did happen? I, uh, I took a very fast, very downwardly angled, uncontrolled, horizontally turned stroll down a very sharp incline. A very ungenerous individual, perhaps even the same person as earlier who might describe my situation as dire, might say that I fell. And again, I wouldn't argue with him. I'm too damn sore to argue anything right now. I'm actually a bit foobar right now, honestly. Nothing is broken, I don't think. But I do feel like I tried to make out with a train. I feel like I have one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel. Hell, I'd have to feel better to die. And the worst part? I didn't even get to finish the joke I was telling. I fell. I mean, I took my impromptu stroll right as I was getting to the punchline. That ruined everything. As you know, in comedy, the most important aspect is... timing. But no, in all seriousness, that isn't the worst part. I really wish it were. Truth be told, and I don't see any reason to start lying now, I don't even know what the worst part of all this is yet. Everything is pretty bad. I haven't actually explained how bad it is. I, no. I'm not gonna say it yet, because I don't know it for sure. The bad things I do know first. I hurt, but I seem to still basically be in one piece. If you don't count the piece of finger I lost earlier, that is. This duster the cat found and made me wear protected me a bit, 
in that at least I didn't lose any layers of skin and probably kept me from getting cut up too bad. My nose is probably broke again based on how much the son of a bitch is bleeding. But a broken nose isn't an actual bone. It'll stop bleeding on its own in a bit, probably just be a bit more crooked. This isn't the first time I broke my nose, but that, as they say, is a story for another day. So, pain and discomfort, but that's all, nothing too serious. That's actually the least of my problems and why I addressed it first. All things considered, barely even worth a mention. But I do have to say, if you had told me last year that feeling this bad was the least of my worries, I'd have never believed you. But things change, I guess. Things fucking change. Because a much bigger worry I have right now is illumination. The only real light I have is the little red light of this tape recorder. Somewhere during my high dive routine, pretty sure I did at least a double axle with a triple gainer on the way down, I lost my little glow stick thing that the cat gave me. I guess, well, I guess I either yeeted the damn thing while I was falling so far away I can't see it, or just as likely, it's now covered up under rocks and dirt. It doesn't put off much light, so it probably wouldn't take much to cover it up where I can't see it. The tape recorder was about 30 feet from where I ended up. So who knows? Could be right beside me. Could be miles away. I can look up and I can barely see the flicker of light from my fires. The light was already not doing much illumination when I decided to measure the drop of this incline in body length. I have nothing that wasn't safely secured in either one of my pants pockets or one of these copious pockets on my duster. I do have a lot of stuff in these pockets, but most of the shit I had is back around my campfire in my backpack, which is also sitting at the campfire. I don't know what you're thinking. No big deal. Just go back, get what you need. It's just 30 yards up and 30 yards back or something like that. You can make that trip in minutes. And you're right. Even as beat up as I am, that's a pretty short trip. Except for the last thing. The thing I haven't wanted to list yet. What I haven't wanted to say out loud because I'm afraid to speak it into existence. But I guess I gotta face it at some point because I've run out of stalling tactics. I can't think of anything else to list. All that's left is to just say it out loud. Uh, I don't know if it's possible to climb back up. I don't, I don't think that, I can't, I can't find a way up. I've been, I've been trying to use the little red light that lights up when recording, and I can't find at least an easy way up. And I also can't find a hard way up either. This thing is steep. It isn't sheer, but it is steep and slippery. I can make it maybe seven or eight yards, 
between the loose dirt and rocks, I think that's called scree. What is it? I, I don't know. Scree is either loose dirt and rocks or a Star Trek species one. Anyways, the loose shit and the angle are just too much. I just slide back down. I've tried, I think, every few feet, damn it. I've tried, like, laying down and trying to army crawl up. I've tried taking a run in Stark. That hurt, by the way. My nose had actually stopped bleeding <coughs> until that last attempt at the head of steam method. I, I can't. I just... I can't be stuck down here. I can see the light of my fucking fire up there. It's right there. I thought I might be able to make handholds and footholds. I still have my hunting knife because I had it strapped onto my belt, so I took it out and I started trying to use the butt of it to chip out a little depression. It doesn't take much. Just a small depression in the rock is enough. I got two little depressions, I'm using that word too much, knocked out, and with a bit of testing, I can tell it would work. So I thought I could do that. Just beat me out some handholds into the rock and just climb up slowly. I thought I had a way out. It would have taken forever, but it would have worked. The weak link, literally and figuratively, ended up actually being the knife. It's full tang, which is nice and helps, but the handle is also wood, and it's already started cracking and breaking off. I might could chip out a handful of other handholds, but then the grip would just completely shatter and break off and I wouldn't be able to use it anymore. It wouldn't even get me a tenth of the way up, damn it. What the hell am I gonna do? If I could just see a bit better, maybe I could make better decisions. Hell, maybe there's a way up I'm completely missing. I wish I hadn't dropped my damn light. Of course, as Dad used to say, wish in one hand, shit in the other. See which one fills up first. I need to think. I ain't thought of shit. You know, I take that back. I've thought of lots of shit, none of it useful. I keep thinking of that Edgar Allan Poe story, The Pit and the Pendulum. Like, if only I'd gotten lucky like the asshole in that story and fell before I got to the edge of the pit. If someone were writing my story, it would have been a nice touch, a nice little literary illusion. If I had to wind up down here for story reasons, he could force me down some other way. Maybe have to retreat down here from some shadow monster or something. I don't have any idea how someone would work in the pendulum, but anyways, that's my hypothetical meta author's problem. All kidding aside, I'm thinking of the pit and the pendulum for another reason. I've decided I have to have more light. I can't make any decisions without more information. I've gotta try and find that bottled light. It has to be down here somewhere but I can't just go stumbling around down here like in the pit and the pendulum. This fall was bad, but another one could be even worse. If I had my walking stick, I could use it like a blind man's cane. But if a frog had wings, he wouldn't bump his ass. 
there's no guarantee that that was the only drop-off. In fact, I think there being one means there are probably more. Maybe, if that's how caves work. But anyways, I can't take that risk. I have to try and find my light, but I have to crawl. I don't see any other way. This is gonna be murder on my knees. I am an idiot. I'm a friggin' idiot. There is another way. If you've already figured it out, well, bully for you. You're sitting there listening to this judging me, I can feel it. But you didn't just forward roll down a rocky slope like I did. You get to sit there in your recliner and view these things years later. I don't have that luxury, I have to live it. So, don't judge me too harshly. I'm sorry, hypothetical future listener. I'm sorry, I'm not mad at you because I don't even know if you exist. I'm mad at myself because I probably crawled around on my hands and knees a good 15 minutes before I thought of the answer. The answer, by the way, if you haven't already figured it out, is pocket rocks. I fill my pockets up and I just toss it out in front of me. I can easily hear if it hits solid ground. I throw one and don't hear it hitting anything, I guess that's when I get on my hands and knees. Much, much better than crawling around the entire time. Damn it. I really hoped I'd walk out here a little ways and just see the damn thing glowing off in the distance. <clears throat> so. I don't hear another drop off, and I don't see my light. I don't think I could have yeeted it much further than this when I was falling. The rock and dirt on the ground here doesn't feel like it's thick enough to cover it. So that means it's probably back close to where I landed, so to speak. Looks like I get to go back and dig in the rocks. You know, when I was a kid on the 4th of July, they had like a get together at the local picnic grounds and they'd have competitions and stuff. And you could win all sorts of prizes, but usually, you know, two liters or something cheap like that. But they had this thing for the really, really young ones, the ones too young to compete in pretty much anything else. It was always a huge mound of sawdust from the log sawing competitions they'd had earlier. And they'd pass a hat around Everyone would put their pocket change in, and they'd take all that pocket change and just mix it all in with the sawdust everywhere. All of us kids that were too young to do any of the other competitions, we'd be taken to this huge pile of sawdust with money mixed in, and turn loose to go dig through it and keep any money we found. This really, really reminds me of that, only instead of sawdust, it's dirt and rocks, and instead of pocket change, it might be my very life I'm hoping to find. 
You know, on second thought, it isn't very much like that at all. Which is good, because I was always shit at that game anyway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, thank you. Oh, I feel like crying. Now, the cat said I could open this up and it would glow brighter. Maybe it reacts with the oxygen in the air. Whatever, it probably doesn't work anyways, but I've got to try. Maybe I can find my way out of here. Let's see, if I just if I tear the end of the wax off. Holy shit, it works. Goddamn, boy. You mind dimming that light? Cat? Is that you? The cat. You fucking wish I was that useless upstart. I'm going away, but I won't come back on a lonesome railroad line. But I can't forget that sweet little girl who sleeps in the pines and the pines. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please consider leaving me a like or a review on iTunes or really wherever you listen to podcasts. Those likes and reviews, they help more than you know in getting the show into more people's ears and trying to grow it. If you can and would like to help in a more monetary way, uh, go to patreon.com slash liminallands and check out all the neat stuff you get for becoming a patron, like tons of bonus episodes and a sticker, ad-free episodes, stuff like that. I'm never going to say no to people who want to give me money. Uh, also, this week I'm listening to Human Be Gone, an amazing audio drama that just had a finale, so go check it out. As always, I'm going to have a link in the show notes for you. Tell them Wayman sent you. And until next time, beware of doorways. Hey guys, this episode of The Liminal Lands is sponsored by Happy Hippo Herbals. And that's pretty exciting to me because I can honestly say without their products, The Liminal Lands wouldn't exist as a show. Right now, if you use my discount code, you can get 15% off your order. There's going to be a link you can click on in the show notes. And along with that link, there's also another link you can check out that's specifically about Happy Hippo Herbals themselves and why you should choose them over some of their competitors. It's pretty eye-opening stuff, guys, and you definitely need to check it out. Now, enjoy the show.